three, two, one. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Welcome to 96.3 OHM Radio. This is Tales from the Manor presented by Enough Pie, a nonprofit organization in Charleston's Upper Peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community. Tales from the Manor features a conversation with residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me, Jay Smith, and my co-host, Summer Anderson. Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. We're here to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn a little more about the people that came before us. So thank you for listening. Today I'd like to welcome our special guest, William Washington. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. That's good. We're so glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, William, thank you for being here. Okay. I always like to start off every show by asking, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and the place where you grew up? Uh, I grew up in Red Top, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to school there until uh, I was about 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to, it was a school called Tobin Boyd Elementary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's off of Hughes Road, Red Top, South Carolina. Then I went to, uh, I think it was Oakland. And from there, mm-hmm. uh, I went to school in Philadelphia, uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. different little places, Florida, things like that. Moved around a little bit. Yes. So when you, up until the age of 12, like around 9, 10, 11, can you tell me what Red Top was like as a town, and what what would you do? What would you get into? Did I mean, you have a group I mean, of or back anything? back in the time we was growing up, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you you go to school, you come home, mm-hmm. uh, you do your homework, you do mm-hmm. your chores. Everybody had chores back then in right. the '60s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, basically go to school, come back, and it's like. We do it all over again. Right. So it wasn't not not a lot of playtime. No. Maybe a little bit on the weekend. Yeah, and then you had a thing back then. You had to like chop wood, and you know you had wood places, you know, things like that. What do you think the most important thing you learned from your childhood? You know, like doing all the chores and helping out. Is there anything that sticks out? Oh yeah. uh, my parents, my, well, my grandmother, them then steal a bunch of things in us. Mm-hmm. How to take care of things, and mm-hmm. you know how to respect people, and diff- you know, just so on and on. Yeah. You know how to be uh, respectful. Which I feel like probably we took for granted. And now, when you think about it, we could use a little dose of that. Yeah, exactly. That's right, right. now. Yeah, we need that. Who was your favorite uh, family member growing up? Who do you kind of cling on to? Uh, uh, well, you know, my mother. Uh, I had a, uh, a main uncle, Cecilius uh, Jackson. I mean, he would, you know, he know I loved animals. I mean, he would, like, 
uh, buy me ponies, dogs, and, Aww. you know, different things like that, you know? That's really cool. And, you know, I lo- respect them highly. Yeah. That's neat. What's your favorite animal? <laughs> oh, all of them. All of them? Yeah, oh. I love animals. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Animals are great. They're, um, I don't know. They, they're tapped into something that I don't think that we as humans are exactly. necessarily That's tapped right. into. Right. And I I really feel that whenever I'm around them, I'm really into animals. I'm allergic to some of them, but <laughs> that doesn't always stop still me. Like, <laughs> like, I'm still like, I still chance it, just, you know, doses yeah. of allergy medicine. Yeah, take some Zyrtec and move on. Right, and move on. <laughs> it is true, and I do think there are certain people that are really very connected to animals more yes. so than, yeah. than others. others yeah. And um, it's a special thing, I think, mm-hmm. to have that. Mm-hmm. It is. And did you all have a little bit of land out where you lived? Or were the houses uh, close yes, together? Yes, I think, uh, no, it was only two houses. I think we had like seven acre land. Yeah, oh, well, Like yeah. two houses. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my great-great-grandmother, they had like cattle, yeah. horses, goats mm-hmm. back then, you know. People yeah. would live off of the, basically right. live right. off of the land, yeah. you know. Do you miss living in a rural area? Uh, no, not really. No, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. not really. Yeah. Yeah. You like living in the city? Yeah, basically I grew up, you know, yeah. in cities and things like that, yeah. you know, and then I came back After to the country. 12, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Do you have any children? Yes, uh, about six. Six? And I have... Uh, about seven stepkids mm-hmm. and like 18 grandkids. That's oh a lot my of goodness. family. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you keep up with everybody's name in your head? Yes. That's impressive. <laughs> That's, impressive. <laughs> That's very impressive because yeah. I forget oh, I remember. people's mm-hmm. names all the time. Or I'll come back. I'll do what my grandmother does. She, <laughs> she, she always, because um, so many of us, She'll be talking to me, but then call me like my aunt's name or my mom's name, and then you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, I was just waiting for you to go down the Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like with that many people, you kind of yeah. just jumble yeah. up everybody's uh, name. And I mean, uh, with the grandkids, my fiance, she's mostly like a, a TV person. Mm-hmm. So when they will come over. Uh, when they want to go outside or uh, go at the playground, mm-hmm. I would tell them, I said, you go ask your grandmother. And they would say, oh, grandmother's not going to do it. <laughs> so they'll come back to me and, you know, so yeah. they know when they come to our house right. that they come looking for me, you know. Who to ask I said, crazy? go ask your grandma. Grandma, I'm not going to do nothing yeah. with that. <laughs> That's why we came to you. Yeah, right. you Isn't know? that crazy, though, yeah. how kids pick up on that? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I already know how she's going to respond. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next person. And they know how to work it, too. <laughs> they do. They yeah, do. They I, I'm sure That's one of those I knew how yeah. to work it. I mean, mm-hmm. it too, they know how to manipulate. <laughs> Amazing. you got to play the fiddle. You mm-hmm. do. You have to do what you got to do. Well, tell us a little bit about your fiancé. How did y'all meet, and how long ago did you meet? Oh, Lord. We got together, like, in 2003. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh... We was together up to, I think, uh, October mm-hmm. of this year. Okay. And uh, she said she needed to, to have some time, and we went through some things mm-hmm. which we shouldn't have had to. I apologize, and yeah. 
I love her to death and everything, you know, but uh, yeah. she said she need more time, so yeah. I'm willing to give her that time. How long, how did y'all meet? Uh, uh, I think it was through my sister when I uh, came back down here, like in 2003. Mm -hmm. uh, they was best friends going to school together. Oh, they were? And they, I met her at one of my sister's parties. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a long time to be with someone. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that's hard. Yes, it is. But it's Around what time did you propose? Oh, uh... It was like hearing these it wasn't. It wasn't that long, like... Like about six months after, uh... After you guys met? Yeah, after we met. Wow, see? Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> You go after what you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's important. Well, I know Did you do it in any fancy way or? Uh, well, uh, you do the neat things and you mm -hmm. know, got her the ring and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what basically happened. But we never did get married. Mm -hmm. you know? Went through a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, we still. Care for one another and everything. Right. Yeah. Of you know? course. That much time, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you talk? Are you talking? Yes, we do. Okay, that's mm -hmm. good. Just like every other day, uh, every good. other night. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're respecting her space that yes. she's asking for, and yes. I'm sure that she appreciates that. Yes. And that's hard to yes. do, yes. you know, because you've mm -hmm. been together for so long. Yes, it feels like you're listening, missing a limb or something. Mm -hmm. right? Exactly, that's right. Yeah. Now, when she comes back to you, because I feel like she is, I have a good feeling for you. Mm -hmm. Are you thinking you're going to go ahead and tie that knot? Yeah, I, I mean, I ask her over and over again, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I don't I don't really know what's going on, you know what I mean? Well, you're not in control right now. No, no, not. You're just going to have to wait it out. Yeah. So. Well, I got fingers and toes crossed Thank for you. you. Thank me too, <laughs> me too. Thank you. you know what someone told me? That miracles do happen. And this is the yes, season of miracles. It, it really I believe is. it, too. Yes. So that's what you have to... Yes. That's what I'm focusing my energies on this Christmas yes. and you, too. So. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So when you left Charleston, you were 12. Uh, or... When I left Charleston, uh, yeah, we went to New York and came mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, like, after uh, Oakland, mm -hmm. we left and went to Florida, and I came back. Yeah, like I think it was like in eighty, nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, so what? What do you think about New York? New York was nice. Um, still have a whole lot of family there in the yeah. Bronx, uh, mm -hmm. Long Island, South Bronx, Queens, mm -hmm. uh, Buffalo. Okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Got a lot of family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you go visit or see them or not really? No. Nah. No. Basically, all of them, uh, they retired, mm -hmm. came back here. Oh, they came. So, right, yes, they you know. Well, in your goings and comings to Charleston, what, what do you think about how this area has changed over time? I mean, uh, I remember back in the uh, in the seventies and. Most of the 80s, mm -hmm. I mean, it was nice. 
Yeah. Just like the older people say, you can leave your doors open, but I now you, you can't do that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's changed. Yeah, it's changed mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, and, and you actually could. Mm-hmm. Leave your doors open, your windows up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you could have. You know, but now, I mean, you can't. You could you could lock your doors and I mean people kick your door. And, yeah, you still don't know. Yeah, you mm. know. So it changed the whole lot. What do you think that's because of? Uh, <laughs> me myself now. Uh, I'm thinking uh, when the rap music first started out. Yeah. Those gangster videos. Yeah. Uh, I think that has a whole lot to do with it. Yeah. The younger generation now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Watching that and yeah, following right. along and, and trying to. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that plays a factor. I also think that, um, just from my scene, that the uh, need of survival has changed. Yes. So That's people are like, you know, we didn't need the things we need now back then, mm-hmm. and uh, so. They feel like they have to do things at any means necessary, yeah, and I don't, I don't think that's every case, but mm-hmm. I think that definitely is. That was a gateway to yeah. get into, you know, we're, we have to do what we need to do to survive, kind right. of. Thing. Yeah. So, I think there's a, a mixture of things that played into that that epidemic, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, you can't leave your doors open anymore, not unless no. you live in that place. Yeah. For those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Jay Smith along with my co-host Summer Anderson, and we're talking to William Washington a little bit about his life in Charleston and his great love that we're wishing him uh, many blessings on here. (laughs) We're going to take a short break and we're going to play a song that he's chosen and it's called Let It Rain by Bishop Paul S. Morton. Um, It's one of my all-time favorite songs i used to sing this a lot in church growing up so <laughs> enjoy the music and thanks for listening to ohm radio your non-profit non-commercial radio station
And we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to 96.3 Ohm Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial local radio station. We are broadcasting live from Workshop at 1503 King Street inside the Ohm Radio Station. My name is Summer Anderson, and I, along with Jay Smith, are the host of Tales from the Manor. For those of you just joining us, we've been talking to William Washington. We're back here today, and Jay's going to ask you a little bit about this song. Yeah, so I know when you told me this was the song you wanted us to play, yes. that you mentioned um, it was a song your mom really yeah, liked. Yeah, she loved that song. And um, like I said before the break, uh, I know this song very well mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up in church. This is one of the songs that um, we sang a lot. So what does it mean to you and how were you introduced to it? What does it mean to your mom? You know, I knew, uh, lived with mom for a while. Mm-hmm. And every morning she would love to hear that song, mm-hmm. you know. And she passed away like in uh, 2003. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every time they would play that record, Mm-hmm. She will be on my mind, you see. Yeah. And, uh, I really do love that record, mm-hmm. song. It is really beautiful, and um, I, I for one, I love the rain. Yeah, so it when it's talking about let it rain, yeah. uh, I know as someone who is you know spiritual, I know that when it rains, that the heavens are open, right. and that is our time to really commune and feel and uh, get energies and things from above so um, when he says let it rain and open the floodgates it's just like giving us or commanding that to happen in the air so that we have that time um, for things to change because when portals are open when you know the heavens are open we get uh, time things to change we get things to move and so I I really that's why it resonates with me and it's always it always has and um, so I I like it and I think your mom was you know on to something to have that plan every morning because you want those connections to go throughout your day throughout your life so I'm here for it (laughs) and and, uh, what a great I love that in the beginning the way he's kind of puts you in a specific state of mind Mm -hmm. in a specific place yeah Mm -hmm. that would be a very good way to start your day yeah yeah Yeah. it's inspirational motivational Uh, I think it's 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 an affirmation basically you know when you affirm your time, affirm your day, then it makes um, those hours better and seem more meaningful. So, yeah. Do you play it every morning or try to? Uh, well, uh, me and my wife, uh, we, well, my fiance. It's been see changing your language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> Member to uh, Bethany Baptist Church uh-huh. down the street, Pastor uh-huh. Eric Mack. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, sometimes they would sing it in the choir. Mm-hmm. Throughout your life, have you had any jobs that you have really enjoyed or really not enjoyed? Yeah, but uh, or passions or hobbies. Ooh, hobbies. I, you talk about right here. <laughs> yeah, where? Uh, uh-uh, wherever, anywhere. Oh, well, I uh. Mostly like outside work. Yeah. You know, I worked on the Florida Keys about for like five years. You did? Uh, yes. And uh, what were you doing there? Uh, we was uh, doing the water line. Oh. Yes. And uh, came down here mm-hmm. and uh, started working with a fella. Me and him grew up together. White fella, Bruce Bronson. Uh-huh. 
and uh, we was doing like deep wells, shallow wells, and well pointing, and so on and so on, you know? That's good. You like to be outside. Yes. Yeah. Like do you have any hobbies that you still do or that you used to do? Uh, I do arts and craft. Well, she knows. She yeah, knows a little bit about that. Ooh, hobbies. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's talk about that. What uh, <laughs> arts and crafts are we talking about here? I make a bunch of different things out of craft sticks, like old ships. Uh, I did the marketplace. It took me like about 11 months to do that. What? And does just a bunch of different things yeah. with the uh, craft sticks. I was thinking about doing Mother Emanuel. Yeah. You know, I'm still thinking about doing that. And, uh, I don't have no picture of my work, but uh, I think uh, I have some things upstairs. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've already um, told him he has to make a ship for mine because he, he does the ones with the uh, NFL yeah, the teams NFL and stuff. Ships, yeah. Oh, that's and cool. So, yes, that's a good idea. Yeah, I want him to do one for my dad because yeah, he's a huge it. Eagles fan. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Yeah. They take you a long time to do? Uh, about, depends on the size. Uh, right. Maybe one about three feet long, take me like about two months. Okay. That's you know, because I also uh, will assemble the guy mm -hmm. on the stern of the boat. Right. Uh, the bow of the boat. Uh, uh -huh. Like maybe passing the football oh, with yeah. the helmet, jersey. I will put the the VIP number on it. Right. You know, with, yep. with, uh Player you mostly like yeah. in your football team. I would put it on the sleeve or the uh, yeah. jersey. What's who's your football team? Oh, I, I'm not you don't have one? I played it in school, uh, yeah. baseball, football. But right. I'm mostly too busy. Yeah. You, know? you got other hobbies. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's cool. What are you the proudest, uh, the proudest of <laughs> in your life? Uh, my family. Mm -hmm. Uh, my fiance, you know that, and mm -hmm. um, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of her and everything, mm -hmm. you know. What, what's your favorite thing about her? Uh, she's, she's a beautiful person, you know. She, I mean, everybody has their ways, but I mean, mm -hmm. really uh, inside out, I mean, she's a beautiful person. Yeah. I love and care about her a whole lot, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think this interview is how you're going to get it back. We're just going to go play uh, that for I just got the... Uh, <laughs> Waiting, you know. What I mean? Yeah, do you think it could help? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, 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 a little push. Mm. <laughs> if I was on the skids with my fellow and he talked about me on a radio show, I'd probably make a difference. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? It's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can get there. Right? She's a beautiful person. I mean, you know. Yeah. You got a good heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's important. Yes, you do. It's wildly important. Yeah, and I uh try to do everything for her, you know? Right. Like, she'll work. I mean, most guys will wait on their wife. I mean, sit around home all day long. And mm -hmm. when she knocks off, I mean, she got to cook. But, I mean, when she she gets home, I have dinner ready. I know to cook a little bit. You know, oh, so yeah. she don't have to go through that. You see, right. You know? You're taking care of her, too. Yes, yeah. I do. It's important to take care of each other. Yeah, yes, sure. I do. Yeah, that's a well-balanced yeah. relationship. That's right. Yeah. How has your life been different from what you imagined? Or or has it been? When me and her got together, I thought, I mean, it was just, we would grow old together, and, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden it changed. So right. that's very different. Yes, very different. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's so, a real, that'll shake you up, won't it? Yes, it will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it will. It really will. You know, 
Well, we don't know yet. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you got to keep the faith. Yes, keep the faith. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So yes. next time it rains, you yeah. have to. I know. I'm going to be thinking yeah. about yeah. it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> you. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Before we go, I'd like to uh, ask everyone this question um, to kind of end the show here. Uh, how would you like to be remembered? I'm a mostly like the uh, giving guy because, mm-hmm. you know, I would do things for people, especially older people. I love my older people, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color or race, you know. Yeah, I love taking care of them also. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the way. That's what yeah, that's, that's a good way to be remembered. Yes. I, mean, I can definitely see that on you. Every time I ask for help, you're always mm-hmm. there. I can do that's that. Me. I can yeah, do that. And so, uh, yeah, I can definitely see that on mm-hmm. you. Given person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As my brother likes to say, um, you're in the ministry of hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Gentle soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Enough Pies, Tales from the Manor, a conversation with the residents of Joseph Lloyd Manor with me and my co-host, Jay Smith. To learn more about Enough Pie, a nonprofit that uses creativity to connect and empower our community on Charleston's Upper Peninsula, please visit enoughpie.org. To learn more about Ohm Radio, please visit www.ohmradio963.org. William, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We've had such a great conversation. We will see you guys next time. Remember to circulate positive energy and pay attention to the rain because you never know what's going to come from it.